This week we welcome a new guest. Alex joins us on the show to have a wide-ranging and in-depth discussion. Look, we went everywhere with this one. Dinosaurs, hominids, cataclysm timeline. It was such a wide-ranging conversation. And look, I really enjoyed this one. It, it's a hark back to what UTC originally was. Alex is an independent researcher who'd been listening to us for a little while and he reached out through social media to join us. And that, that's what UTC was about originally. Getting independent researchers to come on the show and share their ideas and, and build that community. So this one was really cool. I really appreciated it. A little bit of Aussie uh, nature in the background there. That's it for me, guys. Remember on Patreon and Locking the Code, uh, to my patrons who do support me, thank you very much. I know I suck, however. I really appreciate the, the few dollars that you send our way. Instagram, Facebook, Unlocking the Code, you know the drill, guys. Not too sure what song we're going to use for this one as I record this. I'll figure it out, though. Plenty of really cool episodes in the bag. Uh, good stuff coming up. Look after yourselves. Be kind, be cool. And we'll talk soon. Cheers.
G'day everyone, welcome back. This week we welcome a new guest, Alex. Welcome, mate. Thank you. Good to be here. So, mate, Alex reached out to me uh, through the the social media, and he's got some cool theories and cool things he wants to discuss. But I'm curious, mate. How did you end up here? Why? How? Where did you the UTC find you? How did you find unlocking the code? Um. So I obviously, you know, big fan of uh, Joe Rogan and um you know a variety of other different podcasts and i was just scrolling through one day and you know the topic of um i guess ufos and other things caught my interest and i was like you know let's have a search and up popped utc um it was actually i think through originally through um encounters down under that i was Ah, looking at that and and it popped up in a podcast and i was like oh utc what's that so i had a quick look and yeah that was that was probably just over a year ago Wow, okay. um, Yeah, so I've been following it for quite a while. Excellent, man. uh, Well, thank you very much for reaching out, mate. I really appreciate it. We've got some some interesting things to discuss. Uh, Alex sent me some notes, which I appreciate. So I I made some counter notes. And we got, what do we got on the agenda, mate? We got dinosaurs, we got mammals, we got the pre cataclysmic timeline, we got the moon, we got got all sorts of things to look at. Mm. But you started with your. With, with, with about dinosaurs you started talking about warm-blooded you started talking about um you know did so did they survive also the time frame they were here right so mm. why don't you expand for the listeners on what what your thoughts are uh with, on that topic sure so um as everybody is probably well aware um you know dinosaurs existed for a, a fair chunk of time i think it was approximately 270 million years yeah and you know, give or take a few years. And, um, you know, from all accounts, you know, from you, you see different movies and different things and they talk about, you know, what it was like for them in that time. Um, you know, the earth was still sort of forming, you know, in theory. But, um, you know, like you sort of think about what were the conditions like back then? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you know, what what was it like for them? And then all of a sudden, you know, you get to 66 million years ago and an asteroid hits the Earth, you know, and wipes them out. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the question was, and, and this is, you know, through research and bits and pieces that I've done, is that um, how much or how many of them were wiped out? How much, how, many, how much percentage of that? And yeah, the answer comes back as about 75%. So what happened to that other 25%? You mm-hmm. know, did they survive? Mm-hmm. Did they continue to live on? Um, you know, and, and as the story goes, um, you know, the, the Earth was blanketed by cloud of dust for up to two years i think they yeah they're estimating yeah um but is that really long enough for them to go extinct um well so i would i wouldn't yeah. say i wouldn't say so you know and i think the, the deeper the research goes as well alex i think when we come to this stuff it's like how do they know that it was covered in dust for two years exactly right if you're if you're making predictions 65 million years ago i think as the ability of the amateur researcher gets deeper and deeper with the interwebs, right, and it, we start reaching out like we're doing now and discussing mm. theories and exploring ideas, a lot of this stuff's built on a better sand. So I, I, I wonder how do they know that? That's right. Okay. Um, 
and you know what were the conditions like and you know so i think was that's the, that's the yucatan isn't it so what's that's on the right, opposite yeah. of the yucatan where southeast asia like if you go yeah like if we go yucatan that's somewhere down here so yeah it's basically our neck of the world basically it's australia right. and asia and stuff like that so you would think on the opposite side of the planet there's a least amount of affected like it's still going to be cataclysmic obviously that's right. yeah. however if you i mean you know some of the work that we've been doing with the uh, with um, Max Egan's Earth's Forbidden Secrets. He had a whole section dedicated to dinosaurs in modern times, right? Like there's, you know, draw me a dinosaur if you've never seen one. Okay, that's right. And then, and then there's carvings in India of dudes riding triceratopses and stegosauruses, and um, there's all these carvings of look like Brontosaurus. You know what I mean? The big long necked ones and stuff like that's that. Right, yeah. Um, and then you go a bit closer to home. There's uh, there's been constant stories and sightings of what they would what we would call a pterodactyl in Papua New Guinea. Okay, so I mean these flying creatures, these swimming creatures, and depending on what the species were on the opposite side of the planet, you would think that yeah they did survive in some manner only because of the story because it's the key, isn't it? Draw me a dinosaur if you've never seen one. That's right. Yeah. You know exactly right, and and then it leads into a whole other you know wormhole of um, dragons and other things like that. Yes, so, it does absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that I mean, look, yeah, you can look at it any way you like. Um, and the one thing that I always come back to, with regards to science and paleontology, is that the majority of it's just theory anyway. Absolutely. You know, there's no. There's no absolute fact it's all just theories and um, well, again paleontology is only there's the 1920s 1930s as well i think like it's not it's actually barely 100 years old that field of research same with archaeology like there's all these fields of research that we their books are known as gospel when it's it's not you know it's not right. they've, they've barely scratched the surface pardon the pun you know yeah exactly right um i guess the other thing you know there's a lot more theories being thrown around at the moment, like you sort of alluded to earlier, is that um, dinosaurs may have been warm-blooded. Um, yeah. So if you look at that in that sense, you know, what's to say if they were that they couldn't hibernate? You know, That's it, true. Look, it's, I know it's a stretch, but, you know, if you think about it, you know, modern animals, you know, bears and other creatures can do that. They can mm -hmm. hibernate if they've got enough food, they're stocked up and they've got somewhere they can rest, mm -hmm. then they can sleep for a few months. So. Mm -hmm. You know, who knows? Look, I mean, the other thing is too is that what percentage of them were covered in feathers, right? Correct. So yeah, yeah, you know, like that's the other thing too. They actually found a feathered, and that goes back to the feathered serpent. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like there's the stories of the feathered serpent, the serpent mythology as well, right? So it's like there's all these intersecting things, um, you know. And uh, Angus, one of the founding members of UTC, he's one of his favorite theories is the you know the dinosaurs and you know he likes to throw around lizard people, but it's yep and not to be totally crazy about lizard people, but if you've got 270 million years to develop, how far did certain species of that reptilian nature, what did they develop to? You know I mean? Yeah. If you, if, like if we're to believe the intelligence and the, you know, what we know about supposedly know about the Velociraptor, mm -hmm. right? That's a highly intelligent creature. If, if, you know, we're correct about what it does. I mean, again, this is all theory. We don't know. Right, we found yeah. bones in the dirt, right? That, yeah. Everything there, everything past that really is fluff and guessing. Um, mm -hmm. And it's, it's funny that you allude to that because 
I don't, I don't know if you recall, but you know, many, many years ago when we were much younger, there was the Super Mario Brothers movie that explored the theory that dinosaurs evolved into man in a different um, alternative dimension. Oh wow! Where, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> and when he said it, it just got I me just, thinking. I'm like, hang on a second. I just had a flashback. Yeah, how old? I don't yeah. even know how old I was, but it was a lot. That's right. I think I would have been eight or nine. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's young, man. It's young. It's had a big fla- exactly. It's a, yeah. I had a flashback then, just hardcore. Yeah. But, um, but, but that brings up that whole a whole other um, rabbit hole about, you know, evolution into, you know, like you said, the reptilian race, you know, maybe hmm. that happened. Who knows? But um, well, to what to what state? Okay, hmm. you know, there, there's a one of the great um, one of the great sayings that was said here in the refinery, and I will give it to Angus. He has these Yoda moments, right? Yep. And he said, "What if everything is true? It's just a matter of time, hmm. right? Because I mean, we can sit here and say the dinosaurs were around for 270 million years. We've got no idea what that means. No, exactly right. We've got no idea what that means, right? Mm. Considering modern civilization, we were riding horses 200 years ago. You know what I mean? Like it, it, what what can be done in 270 million years? Yeah. And, you know, what do we know? You know, I mean, and I know we started sort of riffing back and forth over, over Messenger about the size of things too. I mean, mm. Dinosaurs were big, mosquitoes were big, plants were big, right? So was it a different – how do you grasp that as well, mm. right? Is it the same size continents with just giant stuff on it? Yeah. I mean, one of the – what I thought about later after we were talking about that is I went to um, uh, Mullumbimby with Richard Patterson. We went on a bit of a tour looking at the Australian Stonehenge stuff and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And – he took me up into the mountains and there is leftovers of the redwoods, right? And these trees, man, this one that's left over, and he did this one of the smaller ones was 30 foot, right? Yeah. That's how big the tree was. Now, the entire Australian landscape was covered in those mm. 200 years ago, right? That's right. And again, we don't grasp that either. Mm. You know, we're very much, um, our perception is, is, can only be seen through what we can see, right? And we and and in order to expand your mind, you've got to see outside that. But it's hard to like the amount of oxygen that would take for the plants to grow, insects, all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you started talking about that. What 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 were you thinking about that sort of stuff? Well, like it's sort of it's hard to say because you know the the science and everything that you read on, you know, in books and online and what we're told is that the oxygen levels were lower in prehistoric times, but I kind of think they might've been higher because if you have dinosaurs and all those other creatures, they would have had to have been because the amount of oxygen they would have required just to live Mm. would have been phenomenal. So, you know, like it it leads into other avenues as well um, with regards to, um, you know, the moon and other things like that, but mm-hmm. um, we're going to get to the moon. Yeah. Obviously, put a pin in the moon. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm just like. Um, but it, but but you are yeah. right though. From a galactic neighborhood standpoint, where was the Earth in the galactic neighborhood? What other planets? You know, I mean, mm. you know, there's so many rabbit holes, right? Or you know, or wormholes, right? So there's 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 cultures that speak of a time when Venus wasn't here, right? And Venus right, rocked yeah. up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's cultures that speak of a time when the moon wasn't here. Um, and that's human culture. So, you know, where were we as far as a galactic neighborhood back then? 
you know, was the asteroid belt between Mars and Jupiter a planet? There's another mm. there's another different mm. story, right? Exactly right. Yeah. Um, which opens up whole other different uh, avenues of research. Yes. It's it's so hard that you know, and this is the thing when you when you start. It's interesting when you when you when you're in the when you're in the research hole. You know, our dinosaur bones are cool, big stones are cool. You know what I mean. But then you start you start backing away and going, oh, "Hang on a minute, how did they build the road to move the big stone?" Right? Yeah. Or cool, there's dinosaur bones in the desert. What was that? What did that look like back then? Right? Mm-hmm. You know, you, you 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 the shiny objects fade and you start looking at the the minutia and the detail because there's just a bland assumption isn't there it's like oh yeah everything was different there was big lizards and stuff and they ran around and ate things and stuff and um right. yeah, it's, it's all good man don't worry about it um then a big mm. rock came and uh destroyed them and that's it uh, yeah that's it yeah <laughs> but you but, and then you know you look at from that point onwards you know we're talking you know 66 million years there's a lot of time for things to you know to change to grow um you know, were there more uh, impacts? You know, I mean, we, we you've mentioned in, in previous episodes of um, other impact sites that have been found, you know, yeah, absolutely, or in, in different yep. parts of the world, you know, in particular, I guess, you know, top of Australia. Well, I think there's um, 19 major impact sites in Australia. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, like some of the craters that are in North Wolf Creek, they're massive. That's right. Um and, you know, there's 19-plus impact sites across the top end of Australia uh, and then I think one in South Australia, Victoria, something like that. Mm. And, you know, when did that happen, right? Yeah. And they're not real sure. You know, I think they, they give different dates and different things. But then again, you, you don't want to talk about Australia is that it's the oldest, supposedly, the oldest bit of exposed rock on the planet. So what is it, what is it saying? You know, yeah. like, and... As the picture develops, right, and these these discoveries keep happening and, you know, guys like ourselves keep connecting and we keep sharing information, um, the picture begins to reveal itself that, look, we really don't know, you know, like, mm. and, oh, it must be said too, I know we're going to talk about this later, that the, the day that we record this, uh, David Grosh sat in front of Congress and said that aliens are real, UFOs are real, they have ships, they have bodies, they have a massive ship in yep. front of Congress in America. Yeah. Um, yep. That happened today uh, when we yes. as we record this. You know mm. what I mean? It's amazing that no one really cares. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> well, the ones that matter do. Like, I mean, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I, I haven't had a chance to actually watch that yet. I did see something pop up on the social media earlier, but um, you know, oh, that's, they that's haven't a, released the whole thing. At, at the moment. It's a, the, what I've seen is about 11 minutes and it's sort of bits and pieces. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm wait. I'm waiting for it to filter through the groups because that's what will happen. You know what I mean? That's right. By yeah. tomorrow, the links will be up where the where the good stuff is. So, yeah. But even then, you know what I mean? Like, if I'd have said to you five years ago, someone's going to sit in Congress and say that, mm-hmm. you know, this is how fast things are evolving. I mean, five years ago, we didn't think dinosaurs were warm blooded. You know what I mean? Exactly. Five years ago, yeah. we weren't sure they had feathers, right? But now mm-hmm. we actually, some of them did have feathers. I mean. Yeah, this is a this is one that uh, spun me out one night. Someone invented the dinosaur rule without ever hearing it. Yeah, right. That's right. Yes, like it, we don't even know that that's real. You know, like we just don't. Um, that's right. And and if you think about the depths of the oceans, right, the size of these 
creatures, the depths mm. of the oceans, the skies, could they have survived? I think they did, man. Mm. Right, and I think yep. um, evolution may have created a dragon potentially, or maybe dragons always existed, mm. right? Because that's another uh, mythical being that echoes throughout eternity, that's and right, it's the same yeah. thing. Draw me a dragon yep. if you've never seen one. And why exactly does every right. dragon from Asia to Europe to the Baltic to the Mediterranean? Why do they all look the same? Exactly, exactly right. Yeah, and that's that's one of those, you know unending questions is you know where what what were they you know I, I allude to a video that i saw the other day i'm pretty sure you posted it um of a guy saying that you know dinosaurs were dragons because the dinosaur the word dinosaur wasn't you know created until the the yeah, 1800s or that's something right like that. yeah, so, yeah they invented the word dinosaur to account for the things that they were saying yeah exactly right so up until that point everything was a dragon um, you know, exactly. th there are countless documentaries and, and movies that sort of, you know, follow that line as well. Um, you know, there was one I saw a few years ago that um, basically said that the, the dragons were the ones that destroyed the dinosaurs. You know, they they cooked them and ate them, essentially. You know? Yeah, <laughs> it's, right. Um, again, that was, that's Hollywood, you know, that's just going yeah. into that whole Hollywood thing. But Well, I you know, saw, and I've never been able to find it since, but it was many, many, I was in oil and gas, so it was years and years and years mm -hmm. ago now. But it was a documentary out of Europe where they were investigating in the Alps. They kept finding, and yeah, this is like early 2000s, right? Yeah. And they were finding scratch marks, big scratch marks in the Alps. And the fireweed, which again is the same thing, fireweed is fireweed is fireweed yeah. across the world. Yeah. They kept finding um, burnt out fireweed and all these weird scratch marks in big in the Swiss Alps. Right, yeah. and they, it was just a matter of a fact. They were just, you know, this is what they were finding, and it was an indie documentary way back back in the day. Mm. But so, you know, like I said, there's still there's sightings of pterodactyls in Papua New Guinea mm. into the eighties, right? That's right. Um, and look, I've been in the jungles up there, man. There could be fucking anything up there. Okay, yeah. I'm not. They, there could be anything in that mm. those mountains. Like, who knows, right? Exactly. I mean. Yeah. You know, then you get to when you talk about evolution. Are we going to get to primate stuff? It might be a good transition, but yep. the the Yowies. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I remember like last year. I think was it last year? Year before? I can't remember. Anyway, a couple of the boys had an experience, and they've actually gone back and had more experiences since then. We haven't um, haven't done a follow up episode. Yep. But I didn't really believe. You know what I mean? I was a bit of oh yeah, Bigfoot. You know what I mean? Like. Yep. There's so many things, right? <laughs> but I sat here in the refinery. It was a different setup back then. But I sat here in the refinery. I looked those two boys in the eyes when they were telling their story. And they had an experience, right? Mm. And then I was working. I was doing a bit of dirt work um, with some blokes out here. And um, the he, the old cow cocky, he was a, um, he's an ex-jackaroo, uh, right? And I said, what do you reckon about Yowie's men? He's like, oh, yeah, no, yeah, they for sure exist. Mm. Like, he didn't even hesitate, right? Yeah. He, he and this is the died in the wool straight as Aussie bloke, right? And he's like, no, no, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because yep. when they used to drove the cattle from the north to the south, like they bring them into Roma and all that sort of stuff, there's a big period of bush. There's a big patch of bush out there somewhere that the cows, the horses, no one would go near it. And they would, they mm. would go around it for three fucking days in order just to not go through it because yep. no one would. And you basically just don't go in there. Mm. Yeah, exactly. That's where they live.
You know what I mean? Yep, it's like 100%. And then you start digging into that, mm. and that's not insignificant either. So where do you where do you start to place this stuff, right? Without, yeah. you know, it's like it just gets weirder and weirder. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And look, I I have no doubt that they exist. You know, I, I if if you really want to go into the depths of things, I I'm pretty sure when I was about two or three years old, I saw one. You know, I, I've okay. got this vivid memory of this of this creature where I was, um, I'd gone, I was, we, we used to live on land up in the, you know, sort of um, central, where would you call it, just north of Newcastle area. Yep. And I've got this memory of this this thing that was behind a tree and, it, you know, I was three years old and I was talking, I was playing somewhere around, it. there was this old bulldozer that was, um, we used to clear roads and stuff on the property that we lived on. And I've just got this memory of this creature standing behind a tree looking at me, you know, throwing throwing little rocks at me. Um, and then I picked up a rock and threw one back. And then all of a sudden mum steps out from behind the tree. Now, I don't know whether this is – whether I've dreamed it or, you know, being yeah. a three-year-old, you know, it's, it's just one sounds, memory that sounds, I've got. Sounds like a cool memory though, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, I, look, I, I would love to find out if it was, if it was actually true or not. Um, you know, I've looked into – different things with regression hypnosis and stuff but mm. if it's real hell you know I but know again okay so yeah. we just go back yeah. to what we're talking about if you've yeah, had yeah. that core memory from mm. from forever right yeah explain to me what it you know what i mean if you've had that memory as long as you know explain mm. to me what that is without knowing what it is as a three-year-old exactly you didn't right. know what it was yeah. right no, so, exactly right no. so you remember seeing a, a tall hairy yowie yep ape being thing yep. Yeah, you didn't know what that was when you were three, but that's no, what you remember seeing. So you yeah. couldn't. There's no, if you think about memory, there's no mm -hmm. call for you to be able to join that together at that age. So I look, exactly I'm not, right. no doubt you had an experience, yeah. man. The thing yeah, is yeah. that I, I look, it's one of those ones that I didn't think about until I just started looking into it and started mm -hmm. talking to people, right? And yeah, there is. Well, as you would know, in, in being a UTC listener, we work on the one percent rule here, man. You know That's what I mean? Right. So, so if one percent of all the things that I've heard are true, then they then they're real, right? And just some of the guys that I asked that didn't even blink, didn't even hesitate, right? Oh yeah, mm -hmm. yeah no, no, for sure. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Definitely. Um, you know, but even though you go to the, the we found big cat paw prints when we were out at Jackals, yep. right? Yep. Um. You know, there's and there's actually a good photo of a black cat taken not that long mm. ago. I can't. I saw that in one of the groups actually. Yeah, I think it was here in Queensland. I think. Um, you know, but there's black cats up and down the east coast from Victoria to Queensland. That's been a story yeah. since the nineteen early nineteen hundreds. Yeah, yeah, we've got stories around here as well. Exactly yeah. the same thing. Yeah, exact yeah. same story. It's the same story yeah. that echoes and echoes and echoes. Mm. Right. Mm. Um. So, well, did you want to? Do you want to? Did you have you anything else about the? The dinosaurs. I mean, the thing that we just don't know, do we? Right. That's but, right. Yeah. It's it's one of those open-ended subjects you could just talk about for hours and hours. But I mean, you know, I guess moving on from dinosaurs and into megafauna as well. You know, there's other animals that existed. You know, within that time period of, of between sixty-six million years ago and now, uh, or up to you know fifteen, twenty thousand, thirty. 40,000, 50,000 years Absolutely, ago. yeah, yeah. Um, well, there, there was a giant wombat not that long ago down right, here. yeah. A wrecky day, you know, like that yeah. know, giant yeah, wombat, yeah. A wombat the size of a van, you know? That's right, yeah. And and there's there's so many, you know, the, the, the giant emus and there was giant, you know, goannas. And I remember 
um, seeing a, a skeleton in the Newcastle Museum as a kid, um, and it was huge. It's this massive, you know, three or four metre long goanna, mm -hmm. you know. Um, you know, giant so you mean, the, the thing yeah. is, in the I spent a fair bit of time in the Northern Territory. I've seen two and a half metre long goannas. Right? Mm, I've seen yeah. um, big, big lizards, man. Like they in some of the national parks, there was a couple of them, and they would easily been two metres long, big. Yeah. Like they stood three, three foot off the ground. Yep. If they stood up straight, they would have stood three foot off the ground, but they sort of squat, you know. Yep. Um, and if you left your food. There was like two or three of these buggers. They'd come and steal your chicken. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's right. and you're not going to fight a two and a half meter. <laughs> no <laughs> chance. Take the chicken, I mean, man. It's okay. You can have it. It's all right. Yeah, you can have it. So good. You know, yeah. I'd rather so, take my chicken than my child. That's right. You know, and this is the thing: we pretend like these things don't exist. You know, I mean, yeah. there was the there's sweetheart uh, in Darwin, right? That I mean, that crocodile's forty foot long, man. Yeah. There's a, there's the her um, sweetheart. She's been stuffed, and she's in the Darwin Museum. That crocodile is massive man it like it's so and also you want to talk about well more sort of more sort of marine life at the moment mm. but what takes bites out of orcas yeah considering orcas kill great white sharks why do yeah. they find something that's taken a bite out of an orca every now and again exactly right yeah and i've, I've seen those videos and the photos and you're just like mm, what could be big enough you know what like is talking taking, about yeah, yeah giant great white sharks or possibly the megalodon who knows like that's right you know the ocean is a big unexplored place less than five um, percent yeah less exactly five percent right. yeah we know yeah. more about our near earth space than we do about the ocean exactly but i mean if we talk about we start to move into the mammals the story is we evolve from the shrew like i mean that's i just right. that that sounds pretty thin man you know like i, I yeah it's it's very thin right it's yeah. it's everything evolved from the, like there's a little you know so what's the story that when the asteroid came there was a little rat mm. chicken looking thing running around yeah. and it survived <clears throat> and then tickety bickety boo you know abracadabra um primates um yeah yeah i just don't buy that i don't there's there's holes in the evolutionary story mm. i mean you want if you want to talk about darwin i looked into darwin and i just put it down after a while because he didn't really yeah. do anything or go anywhere um <clears throat> and his theory got adopted because he knew people in that's right yeah. places basically um, and, and look looking at the the evolutionary chart for you know that the shrew and, and moving into like if you look at it the way that it's set out it evolves into modern primates so we're talking gorillas yeah. and chimpanzees mm. but when where do we come in you know where's our evolutionary chain why is it not look the only thing that we've got is that we've evolved from a species of you know chimpanzee or something along the, another form of primate mm. over the last x amount of million years to what we are now mm. but where did they come from? You know, did yeah. they evolve in from this same animal or is it something different that yeah. doesn't really tell you? Yeah. Yeah, then there's holes, man. Like I say, That's you, right. you if you believe the doctrine, then you go, okay, cool, I can go on with my life. However, you mm. I think you, you, it sounds like you're a bit like me, mate. You, you grab a bone and it's like, oh, hang on a minute. No, 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 no. The, the, what does that mean? No, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. And you end up, nowhere really exactly. um yeah. or you end up look the thing is is there's two sides to it right so does evolution exist yes okay mm. 
does evolution do this? Have we observed evolution in primates um, since we've been observing them? Yes, we have. However, mm. did they evolve because we we're observing them and they were observing us? That's the, that's the thing, right? So that's if you right. if you're trying to hide from the monkeys using a boom and a camera and a tripod and all that sort of stuff, and then all of a sudden the monkeys start using sticks because they see mm. the 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 skinless monkeys using sticks, right? So there's a question there of the observed evolution we have had is that because we were there, you know what I mean? That's right. Um, so there's that, you know, so it's like, and it's hard, like it's hard. How do you, how do you, how do you place that? But then you've got, um, what's that, that morphic resonance, right? So you've got the, was it the Galapagos islands where the monkeys started cleaning the coconuts? Um, yeah. and then the monkeys on the island 10 Ks away, all of a sudden started cleaning the coconuts, right? So there's that collective consciousness thing there as well, you know? Yeah. Is that part of it, right? But where, where did they come from? It's an interesting question. Mm. That's it. And I think there's no real answer. Like the, the big question of, of all of this, you know, where did what happened? And we, we simply don't know. It's all speculation at this point. Um, and that's what I guess they still refer to as the missing link, you know, was, yeah. where's the link between... You know, ever, you know, when we first, whatever life form we came from and now, or, mm. you know, or up to, you know, a few million years ago. Um, Was it? So Lucy, Lucy is 3.2 million three, years old. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 3.2. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but then you've got the footprints. Have you seen some of those footprints coming out of the, um, the Mediterranean and Turkey? Like they're yeah. saying footprints are 5 million, 6 million years old. Mm. They are, they look like a human footprint or a larger human footprint. Right, That's so it's right. like, what part of the evolution, you know? And again, how? Do that really? That I mean, how do you get that too, though? Right? How did a footprint yeah. stay? Like, what was the event that mm. took place for that footprint to stay where it was? Yeah, you know, and it, it opens up a whole can of worms with whole different things. You know, like they they talk about the um the period of time that it takes for something to to petrify you know, I, like, that's that's an unknown yeah, that's it's exactly. not it's not because i looked into that i looked into that because i was out west and um i was yeah i was i used to manage these yards and it was so boring so i started um it was just me out there right it was just someone holding the fort so i started exploring the bush around it basically yeah um said put it put a radio on the door and said hey you know, if you're here, let me know. <laughs> I was gone. <laughs> um, and uh, anyway, I found this massive petrified tree. I've actually got a piece of it um, mm. in in the in the in the box here. Yeah. Um, and it was huge, like the biggest bits of petrified stone I'd ever seen. Right, and it, it was massive. It, like the tree would have been uh, three or four foot, and it, it it and it was long. Like there was thirty meters of all this broken up petrified wood. I'm like, that's weird that that's that big. Like, how did that happen? And you start looking into the petrification process. It's like, oh, yeah, we think that it happens between 100 years and 1,000 years mm. or or certain environmental factors. Yeah. You know, it's like 15 pages of fluff to say, look, we really don't know, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we, we just find it and we try and carbon date the dirt around it and maybe that's accurate but even carbon yeah. dating has its flaws you know like exactly right and and that's the the thing with a lot of the timelines is that 
there really is no definitive answer. You know, no. um, if I mean, look, let's just for argument's sake say that those footprints were in clay, you know, mm. or something that was soft, and all of a sudden you have a, an event where um, extreme heat is applied. What happens? Everything sets. You know, mm. if we're talking about pottery, essentially, you know, creating. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, firing it, firing it. Firing it, yeah. So it's, it's, you know, over a couple of hours. So that could be a possibility. Who knows? But again, it's it's just there's so much. Um, Why is there only one? Exactly right. right. Yeah, exactly. It, it could be anything. So, yeah. So, I mean, so where did you want to go as far as the mammalian stuff? Because it's hard that, I mean, you, you want to get into primate evolution. You've got different types of hominids, I think. Yeah. I think the last time we checked here at the UTC was 24 different types yeah. of hominids. But even then, some of those hominids are like a, a pinky bone or a jaw mm. or, and then they've, they've extrapolated an entire being out of that small right. thing, which is just, you know, that you, you're sort of, you're playing with yourself a little bit there. You know what I mean? Like you to, to try right. and say that it's an entirely different species. You don't know that. That's right. And, and look, I actually, I went in to try to do some research about that today and I could not find anything online. It was just, I Googled, you know, um, different species of hominids and it came up with like five yeah. the ones that they can actually prove. The rest of them that they supposedly, you know, have are not there. They, they're not even doing anything about it. So I think it, yeah, it comes back to that, you know, are they just making stuff up just for the sake of it? You know, just because, oh, we found a bone that's slightly different. Well, you know, your bone compared to my bone could be slightly different too. That's right. We're so, different shapes, different sizes, that sort of stuff. Same exactly right. species, but, you know, different yeah. heights and builds and whatever yeah. else, right? That's right. There's only certain factors that, you know, male or female um, mm. when you're a skeleton. Um, and look, that's the other thing too. I mean, you want to talk about skeletons, the Paracas skulls are, are conveniently yes. left off that as well, right? Um, yeah. And I'm yet to see a Paracas body. Okay, I've been I've been Correct, yeah. putting that out there, and I haven't had any. And I've done a little bit of research myself, and it's like no, there's all about the skulls. Mm. So they just found fields of skulls, but there was no skeletons, right? Yeah. Um, and right. then they they're, they're not in the hominid record, but they no. obviously have to be. There's hundreds of them, right? That's right. Yeah. And they're a different species. They're not human, right? Uh, well, they have they're hominid, but they're not mm. a Homo sapiens sapiens, so to speak. That's right. Yeah. And you can't leave out. You can't leave out the giants, man. Right? No, I mean, definitely. and I, and I, there's another one. Yeah, he's giants. Oh yeah, no, there was giant. No, no, hang on a minute. The giant story echoes through every single indigenous culture, all over the planet. Yeah. Right? There, there's stories and stories and stories and stories of giants, right? Or and, but then if you start taking some of the um, the stellar and the um, you know the Sumerian the pictures in the Sumerian clay and all that sort of stuff, like. There's small beings and there's big beings, and we oh no, that's just them mm. worshiping their gods. No, well, hang on a minute. Yeah, what if it that wasn't them worshiping their gods? That was them. That's what happened. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I think the stretch with everything is just ceremonial, or it's worshiping deities, or it's you know used for sacrifice or ceremonial bullshit, right? Mm. I see. I don't know about what you think about this stuff, but I think it's a bit more literal. Right, I think yeah. the story is the story, and they carved or they drew what they saw. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like I, I, mm. I, I don't see why there's anything controversial about that, apart from no. it, it, it upsets the modern narrative. You know, 
Yeah, pretty much. And, I, and look, as you were sort of saying, like it, it's in every culture across the world. You know, the Sumerians, the Babylonians, the Mesopotamians, the Egyptians. You know, in Europe the, as well, man. In yeah, Europe in Europe, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, it's I think there. Hugh, and, uh, Hugh Newman um, and uh, Hugh Newman and oh, I can't remember the other guy's name, but they did it as a bit of a goof to see whether there was mm. any evidence of giants throughout, like England and Ireland and France and all that sort of stuff. And then they then they released a book last year. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, is I think if you actually dig into it, you know, that little bit more, you'll find that there are stories and there is information, there is evidence that these mm. were that they that were giants. And even in Australia, um, yeah, absolutely. Yep. You know, there's cave paintings and all kinds of things. Um, and and I think there's, you know, to do with the modern narrative, you know, are, are they covering this up for, for any particular reason? They just don't want us to know. They, they're afraid that it won't align with the religious beliefs or, you know, the whatever it is that they're doing. I think it's a bit of a D or the above there, mate. It's That's interesting. That's right, yeah. yeah. It's, it's fascinating. I'm talking to Loomis tomorrow morning and, and our conversations are going to overlap. So I'm going to re- – I'll release these ones back to back and yeah, because it'll be interesting to see Loomis's point of view and after we have our discussion because we're going to talk about that as well. Yeah. Are they covering it up on purpose? And you would have to think maybe, right? You, you would mm. have to think there's too much evidence of it, right? I mean, you want to get down to Australia, they destroyed everything, man. Like they mm. destroyed Stonehenge. They destroyed any evidence of um, city centers, which the indigenous had. They destroyed, mm. you know what I mean? Like uh, any of the agriculture and like mm. – now they're painted to be a nomadic tribe, which they just weren't, right? This no. was their sections of the indigenous that were that. Yeah, absolutely, mm. right. But there was definitely uh, sacred centers, city centers, sacred places and spaces, and you know, agriculture and all that sort of stuff, right? But That's they right. they destroyed it all down here, um, mm. either 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 on purpose or through how they manipulated the the convicts that were here. Basically, they said, if you find anything, we're going to take your land back. Yep. That's a real easy way to people just destroy it and not tell anybody, you know, like, yeah. and that's what happened, right? Yeah. Um, but also down under as well, and you, and it reflects across the globe, like there's evidence in Sumeria of like um, carvings that have got faces scratched out. Um, there's That echoes in Egypt and Babylon and all that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. Like they were trying to delete something. That's right. Right. But on the flip side of that, it also seems that they were trying to find something as well, mm. right? Mm. And I think, you know, I think we're getting to the cataclysm, right? The yeah. the reset button, the 12,800 right. years ago, right? What happened, yeah. what what was actually truly going on mm. um, before then, right? And and what did the world actually look like before then is another very yeah. interesting question. Um, I suppose the only other thing I wanted to ask you about the mammalian stuff, where do you sit on the um, ET intervention? You... Yeah, look, I, I always try to look at things from a, a balanced perspective, mm-hmm. but I definitely believe in some way that there was ET intervention there. I, it can't it makes really... Sense. It does make sense. And especially, like, if we go back to that missing link and the evolution of everything, um, I think there probably were, and, and, you know, obviously evidence of this, there probably were native... Um, species of absolutely they 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 adapted they they adapted the strongest species or something that's right yeah but i i also believe that there was et intervention um to essentially um govern 
you know, kind of like what we have now. And, and I, I, I mean this in the, with the most respect to everybody, but I do believe that the, the white man was created as that sort of race to oversee everything and, and sort of manage a lot of stuff. If you know, or sort of, so you sort of, you sort of, you're sort of prescribing there to Anunnaki gold yeah. slaves mining. Yeah, that's correct. Just... Yeah, yeah. So essentially, yeah. Look, and and I, I won't go down that rabbit hole just yet. But no, no. Um, it's um, it, it it's the only really thing, real thing that makes sense. And if you know? and again, if you think, well, how can the, the, how are we doing what we're doing now, mate? Right? That's how right. yeah. How did our prefrontal cortex and our brainstem and like when you there's a whole heap of stats that are in an episode, you know, I did I've been doing this for years, man. So some of the stuff is gone, you know, but there's an episode somewhere in the back catalogue somewhere where we it's something like the Homo sapiens sapien, right? Which is actually an evolution of a Homo sapien, if you think about yes. it, okay. Yep. Um is we evolved we accelerated in the last million years, apparently, mm. um, and it, it was mainly to do with our brains and our prefrontal cortex and how to communicate and stuff like that. That's right. I mean, there's the stoned ape theory, which I think assist, it could assist, mm. right? I mean, you know, psychedelics are very profound. Um, yep. And if, you know, if, if a monkey fan, well, I mean, but then, <laughs> you want to have a giggle one day, look into the animals that get high, man. Like jaguars yeah. get high, deer get yeah. high. All sorts of animals, <laughs> dolphins. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Elephants so we're all, get drunk. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Elephants yeah. get drunk. Cockatoos get well. I've seen cockatoos get drunk. They fall out of the yeah. tree. You know what I mean? Um, so you know, there's. I think there's multiple levels, right? The other thing I was thinking about the. This was a different conversation I was having the other day about this. Whereas it's like, oh no, it might have been a podcast I was listening to. Uh, Skeptico, I think Bruce Fenton um, might be worth looking into Bruce Fenton's work, yep. Alex. Okay, uh, okay. he has a good theory seven hundred eighty thousand years ago um, of the alien intervention, which yep. basically says it crash landed here in Australia. Uh, that's mm -hmm. the Australite Tech Titan, all that sort of stuff. Um, yep. Look up Skeptico. I'll send. Look, talk to me later. Um, yeah, sure. But long story short, yes, there was – well, I mean, it's the indigenous story, which I'm sure you'd know, mate. The seven mm. sisters of the Pallades got chased by the three brothers of Orion across the stars. They yep. landed here. Battle, 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 you know, yep. and that's why there's the, – the, I think the pyramid culture is potentially the Orions, whereas the spiritual scientific culture is the Palladians. Mm. Um, and that's sort of the split we see across the world as well. Yep. Um, you know, and – yeah, you know, the seven sisters represent the seven nations, represent the seven species of human, which we basically have here now. Yep. Um, yeah, it, it makes sense. There was some sort mm. of intervention. But maybe do you think, so you think there was a hominid species already here and they adapted? Or do you think maybe like the Neanderthal might have been a, a, a bung experiment or something? You know what I mean? Like, is if, if you go back into evolution um, and just say for argument's sake, the Neanderthal did evolve, you know, from prime, from um, earlier primates. That was the so natural on. evolution. Didn't that it? was the natural evolution. Okay. Um, and if you then go into the, you know, um, the other indigenous cultures that could have sprung up from that. So we're talking, you know, um, African cultures. We're talking uh, in, uh, Indian cultures, or you know, I'm sorry, um, Australian Aborigines and things like that. Mm -hmm. The native cultures that have been here for for many many thousands of years. Mm -hmm. Um, that could be the factor that, and, and 
when you go down the line of um, when you talk about the Bible and, and God creating man in his own image sort of thing, is that them alluding to the alien intervention of yes. God's creating man and so on, splicing the DNA of, you know, the species that are already here mm-hmm. and then putting them with their own DNA and creating modern man. Or, yeah, you know, and then you've got whatever. the Nephilim. The Nephilim technically right. being the the actual gods, but they may have been, you know, mm. not from offspring. around here, offspring yep. or offspring of the gods. You know what I mean? Like these are the different, you know, and you, and you start to get into some of the stuff. From, uh, we're going to look into Eridu tomorrow uh, with Loomis, and that's the original Sumerian city, so I won't give that too yep. much away there. But you've got to talk about the Sumerian kings list. You can't leave that that's off right. the table. No. The, the pharaoh list in Egypt, mm. right, where these – these pharaohs, these kings ruled for 30,000 years. Like, mm. And the historians are like, oh, yeah, no, this pharaoh's right, this pharaoh's right. No, the rest of it's just bullshit. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, which is the uh, the cognitive dissonance with that stuff sort of drives me a little bit crazy because it's like, yeah. how can you leave that out, right, mm. um, if everything else is true? But that's not. You know, you can't cherry pick your data. Like that's right, and and it's you know it comes back to that whole thing about science. Is science is there to try and you know challenge the narrative and, and challenge the the theories to come up with ultimately, you know, a solution to the problem? But they're not doing that. You know, no. they're not. They're not. They're they're basically saying this is what happened and that's it. You know. Um, well, look, I think um, yeah. you know when we, we we are we are escaping the current situation we exist in. But I mean, you know, we've got to trust the science, mate. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Science is not science anymore. I don't think. I think it's been no. Uh, but there is hope because there's guys like us. You know what I mean? And and you know, we've put in our thousands of hours, right? We mm. are, you know, by definition, subject matter experts on multiple different things because of the time we've actually put in to looking at the yeah. various uh, theories and and. You know, because I'm the same, mate. I don't, I don't subscribe to anything. I will look at the alternative. I will find the alternative, right? It's like, mm. oh, I think this is true. What's the alternative to this? And does that weigh against that? Yeah. And, you know, I end up somewhere wherever I end up, um, mm. depending on what evidence is presented to me. But I think, yeah, look, the intervention thing, it makes sense. It's just how and when. I mean, I, I don't know whether I posted the video to the page. It might have been one I couldn't post, but there was a guy, uh, it was about the in the 1920s, someone got access to the Vatican uh, library, which, you know, wouldn't we all, what, what would, what would you do to get in there, mate? You know, what would you do? Have a field day. What would you do to get in there? You could, I just, just wall myself in there. I'm not coming out. I'll, yeah. I'll see you in a couple of years. Um, mm. Now, apparently he found uh, like there's nine missing books of the Bible and it's exactly what you say. It's the joiner between, you know, cause mm. God came to earth and da, 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 da there's a whole big patch of the story missing there that is in the Vatican library, which is basically them saying that they came, they modified us and blah, 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 blah. Right. Um, you know, it's interesting as, as you know, the last sort of, since I've been doing the show, the last seven years, things that would totally sound crazy to me seven years, eight years ago, just don't anymore because mm. it seems to be so much weirder. Um, and it's, it's so, weird that i don't think we'll ever really grasp it you know um without 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 some sort of you know well unless the u.s actually show us their craft and their alien beings um then that's the that's the next step but i mean that could all be that's, as well 
It could be as well. And that's that's the other thing you've got to consider is that it could just be all, you know, smoke and mirrors just to, you know, create a story and get people talking about things. Um, yeah, what, just, else, what else is going on while they're doing that Congress? Exactly here? right, yeah. What's 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 going on behind the, 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 um, the scenes there? What's but, the left um, hand doing? That's right. But, I mean, I think in the last sort of, you know, like you said, five to ten years, there's been a lot more um, people coming forward, you know, a lot more um, documentation on a lot more people, you know, putting their theories out there. We, You know, we're talking like the Graham Hancocks, the Randall Carlsons, the, yeah. you know, all of those guys that are doing all this research and they're credible people, you know, mm-hmm. with, with qualifications and all of these things and they're coming out with alternative theories and they're proving things that to be, you know, somewhat correct but... They're, they're challenging the information and they're doing yeah, exactly what we're doing. Yeah, absolutely right. we are. Yeah. yeah, we're just students. Exactly. We're just students of those guys, you know what I mean? Like, and, and yeah, we, we have the ability to take all of their information and, you know, with podcasting and YouTube and, and assimilate all of that data and, you know, draw our own conclusions. However, what I'm finding is that most of us are pretty much coming to the same conclusion, you know, like – how many different people I talk to without actually prompting them or, um, you know, it's like we're all, it's like we're, we're landing on the common sense stuff. I think, mm. you know, I think our generation, uh, we, we're probably roughly the same age, I would say, by the looks of it, you yep. old bastard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, however, um, our generation, we still have that common sense critical thinking where we're not going to take, mm. we don't like bullshit, Right. However, we we're also very open as well, so it's like we can we can see, hopefully, see more through some of the deception and you know. And I think it's just the one percent rule, man. You know what That's I mean? Right. Like it's like just work on the one percent rule. It's it's realistically possible that one percent of what they're saying is true, and if one percent of what they're saying is true, then it's. But then you take the actual evidence, right? The Australia's Stonehenge. You take mm. some of the things that we're finding in Australia in the middle of the bush and stuff like. Um, it's it, it's crazy, right? I mean, mm. it, and there's there's a there's a story developing of pre cataclysm, mate, which I suppose leads yeah. us into our into our next um uh, our next topic. Now you, yeah. you sort of touched on a um what I thought I'd bring up, right? Because you'd you would know that um seventy two thousand years ago uh the super volcano. Um, with the near extinction of humans. So basically, yeah, I'll just bring it up so you can have yep. a look at it. Sure. Um, and this is actually from our uh, – this is from Randall, more Randall than you can handle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so this is his this is his timeline that he put together, right? So catastrophes mm-hmm. even the time of man, for those that are listening, the tempo of global change. So he went from uh, 150,000 earliest modern human skeleton remains, 160,000 years ago. I believe now that's out to about 300 and something thousand, I think 400,000, maybe I know there was a, I know, and it's probably on the page somewhere, but there was a, they found an older skeleton in Europe than they've found in Africa. And I think it was about 350, 400,000 years, supposedly. So since this graph has been done, it's an add another 200,000 out here somewhere. Right. Mm. Yeah. Um, so the Salinian and see that the in the in the green, right, which I thought was very cool, is he's putting the celestial um, the cycle, right? So sixty four eighty twelve nine sixty and twenty five nine twenty, right, which is the the cycle of time. 
right, which yeah. we are currently at the end of as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, 72,000 years ago in Sumatra, Indonesia, just north of us, um, basically they say that I think the human population total got down to about 10,000 people yep. globally, right? Mm. So I think the pre-cataclysm timeline for humanity, I would say 72,000 to um, 12,800, mm. which is still 59,000 years. That's right. Okay. But that got me thinking, what was going on prior to 72,000? That's right. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, yeah. this, this is when you start. And I think at all times, so I sort of thought, thought to my, here's my little, my little, I've got my, my big globe up there, but this is my little research globe. My daughters yep. love it. They're like, can, yeah. we have the, can we have the bouncy ball? No, it's for research. And like, but it's a bouncy ball. No, it's not. Mm. Okay. Listen, just, so if we go, Sumatra is basically there, right? Mm. So if we go the other side of that, guess what is on the exact opposite? South yeah. America. Yeah. High continent of South America. So, like, obviously, it's a mass extinction event, but that mm. would be the place to be. Yeah. You know, if we talk about right. the dinosaurs, we talk about you flee to the, mm-hmm. the, the, you know, whatever it is, the, the Holy Land or whatever you want to call mm. it, right? And the stuff coming out of South America just almost day by day is unbelievable. Right, the, right. the highways and the pyramids and the, the yes. cities and the stuff that they're finding with the with the lidar is um, crazy. So that sort of put me yeah. into a bit of a space. It's like, well, hang on a minute. Maybe after the cataclysm, we went to South America, mm. right? Or humans went to South America. Then they built that culture and they went out from there, right? And then yeah. it's like, you know, so yeah, you've got – so let's have a look, right? So you've got the super extinction 72,000 <coughs> – Yep. Uh, Heinrich event six, event five. See, there's all these ones that happen in a in a bit of a bunch. Heinrich event four, um, final extinction of Australian megafauna at twenty six thousand years ago. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, which was a, a another ice age there. Okay, yep. um, and that's when yeah, that's when I think we had that was the the giant wombat. It could it would have been the giant iguana. Yep. Uh, um, I think there was a cat as well, wasn't there? Or a dog? Uh, yeah. Um, not a, it was a dog, wasn't it? It was a big dog, I think. Yeah. I'll just have a quick look at the photograph I've got here. And I've sort of got a few different things. Um, mm. There was a giant possum. That's um, big, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and this, this possum was was bigger than a, um, a thylacine, you know, the, the Tasmanian yeah. tiger. Um, yeah. yeah. And then you know the, the kangaroos. The I think it was the the, the diprotodon. Is that the one that was the yeah? It could wombat? be the di- yeah. yeah. Wombat. Yep. You know, yep. There was a there was a giant geese goose looking thing that yeah, big birds and stuff, right? Yep. And and so that's only twenty. That's only thirty thousand years ago. That's right. right. Yeah. And what caused that? Probably one of the big comet uh, impact craters somewhere on the big brown land. You know, like, mm. um, and then then from twenty three thousand to. 12,900 seems to be a little bit of stability, right? And then mm. at 12,900 at the other end of the cycle, um, basically that's the end of the world, right? That's, that's right. the, that's the, that's it. Okay. Yeah. But what did, what happened in 59,000 years, considering we went from horseback to rocket ship in mm. 300, right? That's um, right. And, you know what are these echoes? You go back to the stories, the stories, the stories, the story, man. Right? I mean, the the 
the pre-cataclysmic timeline is such so fascinating because I think that my personal opinion of um, timelines is that they're all askew. I don't think any right, of them are yeah. correct. I, 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 you look at carbon dating, you look at, you know, I mean, even the stuff coming out of Turkey, they found another city, right? Oh, this is I, – I, I, I even got a new notebook for you, Alex, mate. I went to do some more research <laughs> and I've run out of pages. Um, but there's another – I've got like four of them in here, man. There's pages and pages and pages. Um, I can't remember. It's not Kaharan Tepe. Kaharan Tepe, Gobekli Tepe. There's another one, another yeah. Tepe that they found. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I was watching something about it the other day. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's on the list, right? There's yeah. so many things on the list, but we will get there. Mm. Um, at, at UTC, we're going to do a bit of a feature mm. on them. Um, but yeah, that's 15,000 years, they reckon now, right? Mm. And how long before they find a city under that dirt over there? You know, that's like... True which then will just blow Eridu out of the water, right, by mm. times two or times three. Um, That's right. The the other thing you've got to consider as well, looking at all these ancient civilizations that are going, you know, sort of 10, 15,000 years, that whole time, you know, and, and again, watching a documentary recently on the Indigenous culture of Australia and where they came from that we're talking 50 60,000 years ago they're That's moving right. down from you know Papua New Guinea across there was a land bridge apparently mm. um, to the top of Australia and then they came down and about I think it was that we're going to say about 30 40,000 years ago that the oceans rose yep. and they got cut off yep. leaving them to where we are now but then um, there's the out of Australia theory as well mate that's right? correct yeah exactly right. right yeah exactly exactly right and then look I I I, when I heard you guys talking about it, it really got me thinking. And I thought, well, it's it's possible. Well, the, possible. the Bruce Fenton's theory, but I don't mm-hmm. want to spoil that for you if you haven't looked at yeah. it because it's cool, right? Um, we did an episode, <clears throat> I think it's called <laughs> Alternative Origin, right? So looking yep. at the back catalogue, you'll get a, a pre-seed version. And then there's a documentary called 780,000 on YouTube that you need to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, which yep. is excellent, okay? Um, but it basically says Australia was where they modified the hominids originally. Mm. That's what they're saying. Basically. Yeah. There's also – so I don't know if you if you look at your, your little globe again. Actually, it's probably – it's a lot easier to do it on Google Earth. But if you look at where um, the bottom of – I don't know, it's not Australia. It's the bottom of, of South America. There's actually – a, a, if you look at Antarctica and how close the continents are, if you're talking about the oceans rising, yeah, the, you know, a few thousand or forty thousand years ago, if you take them back down, there's almost a land bridge between Antarctica and South America. Yes, just yeah, a thought. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you know what I mean? Like it, it, that brings Antarctica into the into the fold. Oh, and, look, Antarctica, Antarctica is not out of the question, man. Because no, because one of the key things that I I figured out. Right, and you've and I, and I bet you now that they're doing their their newest climate change push. I mean, it's only the third time they've told us the climate's going to end in our lifetime. That's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hasn't happened yet, but anyway, no. uh, we're not we're not we're not we're not poking modern beasts. We're we're in the rabbit hole. That's right. In through some of the research that I was doing, and there's actually another globe somewhere, another research globe. The ice chases. Uh, sorry, the ice chases the magnetic poles, man. Right. Yep. So it doesn't matter. Like if the magnetic poles could be anywhere on the planet. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yep. that, and the ice chases the poles. So at some point, Antarctica could have been free of ice at, at That's very, right, 100%. you know, and it, and it was right as mm. 
and this is the whole point. You know how they said the ice caps were melting? Well, they're not. Yeah. They're, they're growing because the cap, they're, they're, they're moving, right? And That's they, right, yeah. Because the poles are moving. Um, but when these these things fall away, they keep finding big, massive trees and stuff that mm. have been ground down by the ice. So, you know, and it's like the Egyptians speak of a great land to the south. Now, I would suggest that's actually Australia. Yep. But it could be Antarctica, right? Mm, I mean, it, it, there's – but, again, it's the same thing, right? So if we go back to the similar theory, because this is what it was. So if we take our little ball here, right, here's America, okay? Mm -hmm. So where are you going to run? If the, if the impact's here – the opposite side and down underneath is Australia. That's right. Right? So it's like we've got to think about us as a species, right? And if when the, you got to remember that the Sumerians said, if we talk about the cataclysm, that they knew mm. that the cataclysm that was coming was so bad that they fled the planet. Yep. Right? If they've got the ability to flee the planet, they've got the ability to scoot around the other side of the planet to avoid exactly. the the brunt of the mm. cataclysm, so to speak, right? So it's like... yes. It's 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 so fascinating. Right? <laughs> it is, yeah, and and that you know, kind of, I guess, a little bit of a segue, you know, if if you don't mind me saying so, into that next topic that we sort of alluded to earlier um, about the chasm and, and you know, looking at the the timeline that Randall's put forward, it, it really does sort of fit into that, you know, that sort of thirteen or you know twelve thousand nine hundred years ago. But you're also looking at the other timelines that there were multiple other cataclysms in that yes, time. That's right. So yeah, so yeah. it's not it's not just, and that's sort of why I thought I'd bring that up because it's like, mm. it's not just that one event. But humans are pretty Homo sapiens sapiens are pretty plucky, man. Like we will survive, mm. right? We will right. we will find a way. Um, but then again, you can't sort of, you can't you know you want to we're we're down the rabbit hole. What about the ant people, man? Right? Mm, yep. What about the species under the earth that came up to save the, you know, yep. some of these tribes in North America, mm. took them underground for X amount of time and then let them back up to the surface, right? And that's, exactly. and again, that's just a matter of fact story for them. That is their history. That's what happened. Yep. yep. We want you guys to survive. Come with us. Okay. And they stayed yep. down there for a couple of years. Right. Oh, you can go back to the surface now. Yep. Um, good luck. Right, because mm. I mean that's the other thing they keep finding, right? Is that you know these voids under the earth? Like we got no idea, man. Like we've only right. actually, I was at um at a good mate of mine, actually my uh, uh good barber, uh Pat the bearded hippo. He's opening up a shop here at uh, in Ipswich in Queensland. Where he's gonna we're gonna do nice. a bit of a uh, sponsor deal um nice. when he opens up next month. But I was at his place and we were putting, you know, we always wax and lyrical, and he put a. Uh, one of these YouTube videos on where it's like how actually deep we've dug into the earth and it's only like 12 Ks or something. That's right. Right. Whereas the average uh, thickness of the shelf is 73 kilometers. So we haven't even, not even a seventh of the way. Yeah. So we've got no idea. Right. No, I mean, exactly. You know, I mean, I've been, I think I've been three and a half Ks underground um, in gold mines and stuff like that. And that's weird, man. It's weird. Yeah. It's, it's hot. Yeah. It's weird. You feel odd. Um, mm. You shouldn't be there. You know what I mean? Like it's, uh, we've got no idea what's under the earth, man. All the oceans for that matter. That's right. Exactly. And it's it's vastly unexplored as well. 
you know there's there's no you know you know you get people going caving and they you know they fall into things what are they they found a, a cave something i think it's in is it in thailand or indonesia or something that's like 26 kilometers long or something vietnam that was vietnam crazy. vietnam yeah there was, yeah, there was one and that was, and then that's just like the classic story, right? There was a guy on a valley, he's looking across, and oh, there's a cave over there. Mm. And then they go in the cave, even it's got its own weather system and it's got its own yeah. biosphere, and it's got everything in there. And no one yeah. knew it existed ever, right? Exactly. You know, it makes me wonder, you know, you know, we, we, me and the boys, when we're on road trips, we play the game Spot the Pyramid, you know what I mean? Like, yep. and then it's <laughs> like, uh, how do you, no one's walked all this land, man. Like obviously, no. the, our, our indigenous brothers and sisters are the are the closest that have. Mm, mm. But even they wouldn't know some of the cave systems and all the things that exist on this on yeah. this big brown land as well. Like exactly especially right. up and down the up and down the Great Dividing Range. I mean, what's hiding in there? Like you yeah. know, when we went out west, um, uh, Tenerfield, sort of between New South Wales and Queensland, like that national park. There, God, it's amazing. But there's mm. so much out there. Like you. You could disappear in there, like you know, yeah. and there'd be enough food and water and whatever you needed forever. If you, mm. if that's, mm. you know, if that's how you were, you know, like exactly right. And, and the same with down where I am, you know, we're we're right on the borders of the Kosciuszko National Park. Yeah, and it's thing, a massive yeah. area. There is such, there's so much out there. Um, you know, you, you can drive through and you can see bits and pieces of it, but you know, you, you get out into the wilderness, it's unbelievable. Yeah. You know, like the, the valleys and the, the gorges and all the other things that are there. Um, and, you know, like you were saying, spot the pyramid. Like I know five in my local area, you know. Mm. There's, there's one that I, I was sort of mentioned in our chat but that I can look directly at my window and I'm looking at it, you know. Mm. So, so do you know yeah. the bloke who owns the property? No. Oh, 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 you know what? Funnily enough, it's actually owned by state government. <laughs> It's oh. state government land, and this is this is the, the the thing that makes me wonder is that it's state government land. It's actually got an indigenous name, and I won't I won't say it because I don't want to sort of give it away. No, no, that's okay. But um, if you research it, they've there were artifacts found on this hill on this particular mountain. You know, it's the shape of a pyramid. It's it's a very mellow one, but it stands out among all the other mountains around it, and you can see it from four different angles. Um, when you're traveling on the main highways. So if you're coming in from the south, <clears throat> you can see it from a certain point. If you're coming from the north, you can see it from a certain point. So it's, it, is, it is a marker. It's a marker. It's, 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 it's highly visible. I mean, it, you, know, you have to get into certain high points to see it, but when you see it from that high point, you know it's there. So it's very interesting. And, you know, the fact that it's... So we've got we to we gotta sneak in and, and climb to the top and start digging. That's what we've got to do. Correct. See if we, see if we they, well, like I said, they've, they've found artifacts there. They've, they've found ceremonial things. Um, I'm not sure exactly, you know, what types of things, but they've it's been recorded um, mm. and you can Google it. So I'll, I'll send you the info later. I mean, I mean, so. you, yeah, no, that's okay. I mean, the, look, all, all the listeners would know that Teotihuacan was a mountain that looked like, mm. just looked like any other hill. And that's sort of that's where right. this comes from. I'm not saying mm. that every, every hill is a pyramid, but, no, there's a there's a few out here as well on the west mm. on on the on the on the way to the dividing range, mm -hmm. and it's like same again, right? There's a couple that just are in the middle of nowhere. It's like mm. that looks awfully pyramidal shaped to me. Yeah. Um. And yeah, you it's there's not a lot of knowledge about them, you know. Like no. it's 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 fascinating stuff, mate. I mean, uh, mm. the pre cataclysm timeline. I don't know where you want to go too much with that. I mean, I think. 
I think we can just agree that it's it's out of whack, right? I, yeah, I don't think that it's it's not accurate. I mean, you know, carbon dating whilst it is the best thing that we have. I know they've got that. What are they doing now? There's that. Um, oh, they're using something magnet something. I can't remember. Yeah, I'm not sure. I can't remember what it's called now, but it's um, you know, with carbon dating, that the the further back you go, the more uh, margin of error there is, plus or minus. You know what I mean? That's right. Um, yeah. yeah, and it's it's not as it's again they write it in a book, and yeah, this is this happened ninety seven thousand point two years ago. It, no, it yeah. didn't. No, it didn't. No, you, you don't know that. You don't know no. that. Like, I guess you've got you, a time machine. You can go yeah. back and find it. Look, I I agree <clears throat> that you might be somewhere in the ballpark where it might have happened mm. at that time, but I think with the carbon dating as well, and this is something that. Uh, I have to pick that research up again. Actually, this is a problem, Alex. Man, I've got so many research rabbit holes, and then yeah. awesome dudes like you get in touch, and that sends me down a different track. And um, <laughs> however, that. no, it's not totally fine. I really enjoy it, but it's it's yeah, hard. Yeah. It's, but when I started looking into carbon <clears throat> dating, so you're measuring coal basically, compressed coal. So it's like, yep. where did they pull that coal from, and does that does cataclysm, if we talk about cataclysm, right, does cataclysm affect the, the like, back to petrification, right? Mm. So mm. something petrifies in a 100 or a 1,000 or 2,000 or who bloody knows really, right? Mm. Um, I imagine a big rock hitting the planet. If they got a bit of coal from the bottom of that, it's going to be compressed higher than the, the coal that's found alluvially, you know, somewhere mm. else, you know? like that's So it's right. like even the measurement, they've just agreed that that is the standard of measurement. Um, mm. and that's basically it um, yeah. and because how do you explain some of the upart as well right i mean that's we, right yeah we haven't even touched on upart right because no. it's like you know there's a hammer at three hundred thousand years you know what i mean it's like yeah. yeah yeah there was there was something else like, i think they dated at what five million something, something like that yeah yeah, yeah. Three point, yeah there, there's there's like a, there's a couple of clusters i think it's like five yeah. million three point three million and then there's like yeah. three hundred thousand years ago. But yeah, I think they found a chain at three point yeah. three um yeah. in the in the strata. Um mm. Mm. which of course due to our machines these days we don't we just destroy stuff. We don't actually right. see as much because mm. we're processing it in a larger amount. So we've lost yeah. that the chances of finding something like that anymore are very it's not yeah not very possible however exactly right and we're left with you know the relics of you know go beckley tepe and yeah. you know all those other things that we're digging out very very carefully which is great but um it doesn't really give you a good sense of what is under that no that's right and, and until we can date stone we're not really going to know like and until we yeah. can date stone um which there's got to be a way you would think there's got to be a you, way yeah you got to yeah. be a way whether think. it's whether it's magnetism or something like it's something to do with the sunlight that the new technology something to do with laser sun something that's gone i'm not yeah. gonna even try and bring it back yeah i don't know doesn't i haven't heard about it to be honest doesn't matter doesn't matter yeah. let's move on mate because i know yeah. i know that you like the moon and we like the moon around here the moon mm. the moon cool. the moon the moon the moon keeps coming back around man like it doesn't mm. um mine and loomis's episode was a lot of fun However, since I've done that, more and more people have gone, oh, well, what about the moon about this? What about the moon about mm. that? So my first question to you, because in your notes here, where did those moon facts come from? Where you said like, um, I've got your stuff here. Let's have a look here. 
a day on earth would only last six to 12 hours, thousand days yep. in a year. Where'd all that stuff come from? Because I, I hadn't seen that before. So I was, when I was doing my research, I wanted to see what the difference on the earth would be if the moon existed or if it didn't exist. And that that's goes back to pre-cataclysm. It goes back to the dinosaurs and everything else. And if you Google it, you just say, what would the, what would life be on? What, sorry. What would life be like on earth if the moon didn't exist? And the, all the responses come back saying that the earth would spin faster, not, not considerably, but you know, enough to, you know, reduce the, the timelines of the, of the average day, year, month, and so on. Um, that the tides would be considerably different. Oh well, um, yes, of course. Yeah. That, that, that yeah, stands to so, reason. Yeah. Yep. So lower and you know, much lower tides, you wouldn't have, you know, king tides and all those other things. Um, the weather would be different as well. It, it would be a little bit more unstable. Um, and that, well, according to the, the information that I've got, that essentially um, trees and, and plants and everything would be um, limited to the ground. Okay, so animals and, and other things um, would be, you know, you know, it would be difficult for us to survive, but it, we could do it essentially. We'd just be... You know, a little bit different, but essentially, yeah. Just Google everything. That's that's all I've done um, to come up with those. those don't theories. forget, so, don't forget, uh, DuckDuckGo, and remember to cross-check. Yes, a couple of different search yeah. engines when you're doing your research, yeah. because that's which I which I have done. Um, I've I've had a couple of different ones, and I I started to make some more notes today when I was going through things. Uh, um, actually, a few more different um, websites that sort of confirmed the information that I was looking for. Because, so, I mean, the thing is, too, um, as I, mean, I said again, earlier, how do they know that, right? That is just that's it is, right, it's, exactly. it's their best guess. That is, it's not. Yeah, yeah. Just because it's. So, and what I did, as I said, I'm exactly right. And what I, what I did was, as I said, I had a little bit more research um, and, and Googled, you know, what would happen if the Earth spun faster, um, gravity would be sub significantly reduced, you know, things would be, would, sorry, things would weigh less, um, you know, and I'm sorry, I'm just reading it as I go. Right, um, you know, the centrifugal force would be increased as well. So we would be able to, you know, run around a lot lighter. We'd be able to bounce up and down sort of thing. Um, I think what they I say. What, I wonder the what the magnetosphere is, would be like as well, because obviously the, the moon's locked yeah. in with the magnetosphere as well. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would, that would yeah. have to would be, surely have to be different as well. That's right. And that, that was one of the things I, I went, wanted to sort of look at was how would our atmosphere be affected? How would the, the magnetosphere be affected? How would that affect the radiation of the sun? All those kinds of things. Yeah. yeah. Um, didn't really allude to that much, but um, yeah. So the information I basically said that, yeah, if, if the, the, the earth spun up to 17,641 miles per hour, um, the centrifugal force would overcome the gravity and everything would be virtually weightless. So yeah, right. So we'd spin mm, off basically. So we'd be correct. Yeah, yeah. We, we wouldn't literally... we wouldn't spin out of control, but essentially, you know, as we said before, the the days would be shorter. You know, you'd have over a thousand days. But I think they said something like, you know, the Earth's the days would be like six to twelve hours. So your year would be over uh, a thousand days. Sort of thing. There's yeah. another. So you're making the guys in the back of my head work hard in the filing cabinets back there, mate. <laughs> uh, there's another. 
there's a tribe, a couple of tribes. One of the tribes in Africa that talks of a time when the moon doesn't exist. They run on a different yes. calendar. Yeah, that's right. I wonder. I can't remember what what their calendar is, but they run on a completely yeah. different calendar. I can't. I can't that's know true. whether it's longer or shorter. I can't remember what the what the deal is. Yeah. with it. but there is a few. Uh, that, uh, few that run on their own calendar. That's right. And I did dig into that a little bit long. Uh, sorry, a little bit more. And um, the you know, I think it was the Babylonians had a, a one of those stories when the, the moon didn't exist. Um, and I looked at the Mayan calendar and a few other things, and I couldn't you – know, I was trying to work out whether the calculations might have added up to the long count calendar, uh, which it didn't. But So that sort of, you know, cancels that, up, that idea out. But if mm. it did, you know, you essentially have the whatever the long count calendar was, how many thousands of years that was, well, what might I... align with the fact that, you know, we have shorter days, mm. longer years. Mm. So anyway, well, the oldest but lunar, I yeah. So I, I got a couple of notes I might because after reading your stuff, right? So what about the magnetic poles? We spoke about that. I mean, how does that affect that? Um, well, the I guess the the theory of that was that if um, oh, why only if, life along the yeah. equator? That was the other question I had. Mm-hmm. I I didn't really dig into that too much more. Um, the I I think the idea was that if um. If the poles are in a different space, um, you know, essentially, and I, I sort of mentioned it in my notes that the poles would have been in a different position, which means the Earth would have spun at a higher angle, sort of thing. So, sort of more to that forty-five degree angle as opposed to twenty-three point five, which it's currently at, mm. um, which means the poles would have been further up and down, um, and then the, you know, the ice caps would have been in a different place. Um, essentially almost on the equator sort of thing. So the, yeah. the Earth might have actually spun in a completely different direction to what it is now. Yeah, so see, and this is the, the magnetic pole thing is, is interesting, isn't it? Mm. Like, I mean, how... That's right. And look, the most con- probably one of the most concerning things, you know, we, we run into discoveries here at UTC un- inadvertently is that I thought the poles were going like that, like they were, they were still, mm. but they're not, they're converging, which is mm. a bit of a concern. They're not. Mm. They're they're not going opposite to each other. They're actually trying to meet each other, which is mm. a little concerning that they're doing that. Um, and yeah, look, I because the equator, the, the the equator, same thing again. There was the same set of research, right? The ice chases the poles, mm. so the equator isn't the equator all the time. The equator is no. wherever the magnetosphere is weakest, right? Which That's right. which allows for more sunlight, more growth, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So entirely dependent on where the poles are as to where the equator would be anyway, you know? Mm-hmm. That's right. And if you think about, you know, if the, the poles can move significantly, you know, if we talk, if we go back to like, you know, I think it was one of the ice ages, I'm not sure exactly which one, but the last one, I think, um, it sort of said that the where the ice was was pretty much on the equator. Yes. So that would make sense yeah. that the, the poles would be there. And you know the Earth still stays in the same place. Essentially, it's it doesn't just the, yeah, the magnetosphere moves around. Yeah, right. Yeah, so everything would change there, and that could you know explain you know quite a lot of stuff to do with the cataclysm and other things. But and Antarctica could explain Antarctica. There's a lot that's of stuff. Right. That, that's sort of where I got to. As I say, the other ball that's somewhere probably in the cupboard over there has got all drawings on it because I actually did. Yeah, that. right. <laughs> I did that because here's the ice shelf. So where would the ice be mm. on the other side, which actually freed Antarctica up? The ice would have been free floating right. in the ocean. Uh, potentially, um, yeah. So, do you do you subscribe to the impact theory with the moon, or where where are you with is is the moon? 
park there or what? where do you sit with that? Well, I, look, I, I look at all of the above. You know, like I don't cancel anything out. I, I think it's it would be silly to do that because, you know, there's so many different theories about it. Um, why prescribe yourself to one? I mean, it, it also, you know, from a the perspective of, you know, if I'm wrong about something, then I look like an idiot sort of thing. So have a couple of different theories about it. And that's that's essentially where I've landed, you know, over the last few weeks of, of you know, through my research and so on, um, is that, you know, there could be a couple of different things that have happened. Um, you know, that the, the moon was parked there deliberately to, you know, balance out the earth to make sure that, you know, life could survive and so on. And, and you know, it could be a... A giant spaceship, you know, that was yep. that was you satellite know, ship driven in there like that, and, yeah. and just stuck there, you know, in that specific spot. Because you know, if you if you go back to the age of the dinosaurs and, and the way that science talks about the moon, and you know, it would have been considerably closer to the Earth. And we talk yeah. about yeah, and and that's that's what you know science tells us. If that was the case, um, there would have been, you know massive tides you know that there would have been tsunamis all the time there would have been earthquakes and all these different things that happen if the moon was closer and now it's in the perfect spot so everything's fine how does that make sense like that's the issue right the issue with the moon and i sort of wrote that difficult to explain the weight the size of everything Mm. right Mm. and but also the fact that it mirrors the sun you know what i mean like it's exactly like one degree either way and it doesn't work Right and, yep. and but it does it works perfectly and that yep. and the size of our moon relative to the size of our planet if even if we just look in our in our local solar system the size of moons on other planets don't uh, are not equal to the size of our planet our moon is abnormally large for the size yep. of the planet there's so much about the moon that just doesn't make mm. sense right and you know the number one reason why aren't we back there, right? That's why isn't there a colony yeah. on the moon already? Because you would think with the rare earth minerals that are on the moon, you would think the capitalists would have found a way to mine it, you know, like exactly. it, it's, it's, it's pretty simple. I would have thought. Um, yeah. And, you know, you go back to, you know, you got to go back to Samaria, you got to go back to the Masonic text. You got to go back. There's all mm. sorts of weird stories about the moon. Um, mm. Look, the gravity megalith moving is an interesting concept. I think, mm. I think to add to that, right? I don't necessarily think it would be the moon. I envisage if we start, if you start digging into the free energy stuff, um, Tesla, um, I think they had access to a technology that could manipulate gravity. Yeah. Right. I think they understood vibration, magnetism, sound, Mm -hmm. uh, D all the above. um, Mm -hmm. And, that's the only way it makes sense they could move the pillars at Baalbek or that's right. Yeah. How do you put a lintel in the middle of the Great Pyramid? Like mm. how do you do that if you can't just pick it up like it's a children's toy? Like it doesn't yeah. make sense because it's it'd be very, very difficult to do mm. now. Um yeah. even with the, you know, I know, you know, I've had a few different guys on here explaining a few different theories, water theories and hydrology yep. and yeah. all that sort of stuff, but I it doesn't explain at all, right? Those no. it, those theories, whilst are very interesting, they they run out after a while. Like there's That's there's right. a certain amount of time before you go. Well, how did they do that then? Mm. And there's no real answer. Um, That's right. Yeah. But the moon, man. Look, I. You know, it's it's weird. 
I don't know what mm. else to say about the moon because it's like yeah. it is a little bit of a deal because I subscribe to the same thing. The only thing with the impact theory is how does it end up being – how does everything end up being a perfect circle? Yeah, exactly right. right? Yeah. Um, I mean, and that, that, that's why I keep that open, open mind about it because there are elements that do line up but there are also elements that don't. So yeah. you've got to sort of have that alternative theory. Um, and with the know, amount of craters on the moon, how can we haven't seen an asteroid hit the moon yet? Exactly right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, there are those videos going around that apparently there was one recently, but you know, it's obviously fake. Like you can't really deny that. But you know, one of the other theories that, and I researched this a little bit more, was that the the moon was actually placed where it is um, to deter meteorites and asteroids. It's like essentially a giant gravitational magnet, you know, designed to stop things hitting the Earth. You know, and that mm -hmm. you can Google that as well. <laughs> you know, there's there's all these different things that that it sort of alludes to. Um, but yeah, it still comes back to the fact that it's in the perfect location. Yeah, you know, it, it's keeping everything the way it needs to be. Mm -hmm. um, and how do you explain it? So, but, but also the effect that it has on Homo sapiens sapiens as well. Right? The effect that it has on the beings on this planet, right? It's like, mm. you know, and everyone's like, oh, you know, that's no, no. Hang on a minute. The lovely ladies in our war and our life, their cycle mm. is governed by the moon. Okay, that's yes. that's that is what it is, right? The mm. tides, the the massive amounts of water, are governed by the moon, mm. right? And yeah, I dare you to go and talk to an emergency nurse and tell them that the full moon isn't and is like any other day because it's not. Yeah. You know no. what I mean? No. <laughs> right now, now yeah. whether or not that's people just you know I could be crazy. It's a full moon, but mm. you know I think we've you know if we're honest. We've all had, you know, the big moons and stuff like that. Energy is weird. Like if you yeah. are sensitive to any of that sort of thing, it's the 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 big moons, the blood moons. Like there is, there's, 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 and why did every single ancient culture mark those times? Right? Mm -hmm. They, you know, these these things were marked in the calendar as important, right? And these cycles are marked as important. Why yeah. the the focus? Yeah. And it's, you know, the, yeah. the, the general story is, oh, they had nothing to do. They had no, you know, it was all, they had no light pollution so they could see it. But mm -hmm. no, it, it takes, you know, interestingly, one degree of the um, the equinox is 72 years, which is the average age of lifespan for a homo sapiens yeah. sapien. It's, that's neither yeah. equal there. Mm. But that means it takes multiple lifetimes to measure what they've measured in some of yeah. these temples like Ingo Beckley Tepe, like... Mm. Stonehenge, like you know, they're observing this stuff through generations. Or let's take it back to what we're talking about: was it one being was observing them for a long time and teaching them That's to right. us? Yeah, yep. you know, like yeah, hundred percent, yeah, yeah. Look, it's it's one of those things. You know, as I said, it's anomalous, and and there's no real right answer about it. And you know, if you look into what mainstream science tells you. Um, about the, the history and how it all formed and all that kind of stuff. It's, if it's been in the same place the entire time since Earth was created, you know, it that cancels out the theory that it was closer to Earth, you know. Mm. If, if life to exist on this planet needed that moon to be where it is, it wouldn't have moved, you know. The, the story about it, it being closer or whatever would be, you know, written off and how does it um, move though like you know what i mean like right. how, how does yeah. it move it just doesn't no it's a it's, planetary it's, object being, right yeah is it being pulled away by you know the gravity of mars or, or jupiter or you know whatever else but 
how does that work when you know the planets are you know revolving around us and you know um, unless it you know like you go back to the the mayan um 2012 theory when all the planets were aligned and everything was aligned and you know everything was just going to be destroyed because you know the all the alignment but yeah, yeah. exactly but you know um I don't think Again, that happened. I'm pretty sure. No, definitely. <laughs> Unless we're living in a simulation right now. But... <laughs> Let's not start. Don't start. Don't start. No, 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 no. Get out of that one. I've, yeah, I've the, got a friend who would love to talk about it, but yeah. The, the math suggests that That's... we are, but we wouldn't know whether we are anyway. So it's... it's, it's no, exactly right. Exactly. Um, and, you know, and then there's the other theory, and, and this was sort of backed up by that movie that I mentioned to you called Moonfall. Um, was I've got to, where did you find that? Where did you find that on? Where did you find Moonfall? Um, ask, it's, yeah. it's on one of the streaming services. I can't remember. I'll, I'll find it and I'll let you know. But it's either Netflix. I, yeah, because it was because uh, it was Halle Berry, wasn't it? And she's uh, yeah, that, I think I so. think it is Halle Berry because it, yeah. it was one of those. Was that a was that a uh, um, a beer virus movie? I think it was, wasn't it? it? It came out during the chaos. Yeah, I think so. Um, I can't remember because I remember just watching it once and thinking that was really really cool, and it, that was what really started to get me thinking about the moon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it's, it's definitely worth having a look at because it gives you, um, a theory. Oh, you there, mate? Oh, hang on. Possibilities, you know, they're talking about, you know, the earth was created, you know, drove their spaceship in. Hang on, bud. Hang on. We got a little bit of, just pause for a second. Just pause for a second. Got a bit of a, uh feedback loop sorry that's okay i can cut it i can cut it are you back yep yep okay yep cool um yeah so essentially this this you know the the original inhabitants of um of whatever planet they were on were you know facing destruction of some artificial intelligence that they were escaping so they came to our area of the the solar system created our planet and then parked the moon there you know, as the the thing to keep it sort of all moving smoothly. So, mm. which so. which which is similar to the Sumerian story, right? If you Correct, if you yeah. to believe uh, uh, Zachariah Sitchin's interpretation of the Sumerian tablets, mm -hmm. and look, I changed my perspective on Sitchin throughout the uh, the journey that was Earth's Forbidden Secrets, where. On one hand, it's like, yeah, you can question Sitchin's translation, but on the other hand, no one spent 50 years trying to do it either, okay? That's they right. They like to cherry-pick his data. Um, mm -hmm. And do I believe – am I a Sitchin believer? I don't know, right? But the, he's the only mm -hmm. dude that's put the time in that – you know what I mean? Like it's – and the, some of the tablets they're deciphering, I know they've got a heap of them down in Melbourne, I think. One of the universities in Melbourne yeah. is doing some really valuable work with the Babylonian and Sumerian tablets. However, the story is the story, man. I mean, the Sumerian mm. story is that the asteroid belt between Mars and Jupiter is is, is Tiamat, right? Which was yep. Earth two, right? Um, yeah. Which would lead to what? Which you know, and then something destroyed Mars. I mean, Mars is like a half peeled mm. orange, right? So it's like that's right, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and the bottom line is too, like again, using the one percent rule, uh, some of the pictures coming off Mars are very fascinating. Right, like right, yeah. maybe one out of every hundred that I see, where it's like, oh, it's this, this is no, no. Look, I don't, I'm not subscribing mm. to all of it, but there's, you know, as yeah. I say, out of every bunch that I see, there's two or three that go. There's something there's that looks like there's ruins on Mars, right? Mm. There, there really does look like there's 
there's ruins on Mars in certain places. Yeah, that's right. Um, and then there's the um, – I can never remember this when I'm on the show. <laughs> but there's one of the cultures that the measurements that they use make sense. It might be Egypt, actually, I think. Yeah, they're in cubits. The in cubit. The cubit makes yeah. sense on Mars, but it doesn't make sense on, on Correct. Earth. Correct. Yeah. 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 yeah um, no. So – Again, what if everything is true? It's just a matter of time, Alex. Mm-hmm. Right? And this that's is right. where we get to. I mean, do you yeah. really think that the moon is Nibiru? I mean, that that's that was one of the things to sort of... Yeah, look, I, I, it was just a thought that I had, um, you know, looking at where, you know, the, the, the orbit of, of, you know, the proposed orbit of what where Nibiru goes in and out of the, of the, um, the solar system, when it comes into the solar system, it moves between Mars and Jupiter, which is where the asteroid belt is. Yeah. So there's that side of things. But then you've also got what happens if, you know, as it was coming through, you know, they talk about the Anunnaki coming to Earth because they knew that their planet was going to be destroyed. They got up all these resources so that they could build a a fleet or whatever it was that they needed to do Mm. before their planet was destroyed. It's hit Mars, destroyed Mars, destroyed its civilization. Um, you know, if it had one, and, mm. and ultimately, you know, you've got the asteroid belt still there. But where does the remainder of the planet, if there is any, you know, where does that go? You know, and, Mar- and Earth being slightly bigger than Mars would have had the gravitational pull to possibly pull it into orbit around itself. Mm. So that's true. true. That's, it's just an idea. It's, no, it's no, purely no, just it, speculation. It's yeah. one of the ones. It's, I had heard it before, but I hadn't heard it put like that. I mean, probably. Mm. And look, I'm using sort of Max Egan's interpretation along with Sitchin's yeah. interpretation along with my own research that something's causing the sol- the whole solar system to wobble, which is basically that's what they say that the 10th planet's out there somewhere. And if you listen to yeah. the interpretation, so if you take what science has said is that they think it's maybe the other star, like because obviously – a lot of star systems, we thought that a single star was normal, whereas, you know, the last 15 years, we now know that that's, we are actually abnormal. Most star systems have two mm-hmm. stars um, or solar systems have two stars, I should say. Um, that in, and the story, the Sumerian story goes is that the planet is, the, they needed the gold to create the shield uh, for their mm-hmm. planet because the, the orbit is so long that they spend a percentage of time in the darkness of the solar system, basically right. out of the yeah. reach of the sun. Yeah. Yeah. And if you think yeah. about um, the cycle of the equinox, and then if you know, if we go back to that slide we saw of Randall's and the in the ones that are shaded mm-hmm. blue that happened at the ends of the cycles, is mm-hmm. so that was the, the 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 theory we postulated there. It's like, well, are they measuring the time that that body comes back in the solar system right but then because we're going around like this and then this one's going around like that every third or fourth round it passes really close to earth which causes and it may drag asteroids and stuff in um which cause cataclysms potentially right and the the spooky theory that i had about that alex remember how i said the magnetic poles are converging because mm-hmm. the other yep. theory about nibiru is that it's a, a metal planet like it's a big iron yeah, ball that's right right yep. so it's like what if the the poles converging is mm. because the celestial the earth is picking up the 
the big yeah, iron ball that's, that's yeah. coming towards yeah. us from somewhere, right? Yeah. And because yeah. it doesn't have a they, – they, they keep uh, – from memory that – well, they said the 10th planet was – Pluto's a planet too. You you're not you don't just oh, no, I one hundred percent believe Pluto is a planet. Yeah, yeah. so that's never cool. ever talk about the, 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 one of my favorite memes the last few years is like I'm not saying demoting Pluto, which is the god of everything pretty much, was a good idea, but you know, yeah. look around. <laughs> like <laughs> he's pissed. Yeah, I don't, I don't think <laughs> telling everybody that he didn't exist is a good idea. But anyway, yeah, um, yeah. hasn't been real good since we did that. Uh, mm. I can't remember the name of that small planet they ended up calling the tenth planet, but there's another one yeah. they keep sort of seeing, it, but not seeing. Eris or something like that. Eris, is that's it? the one. That's Eris, the one. Eris, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, we're going to visit. That's all right. <laughs> um, yeah, look, man, it's it the the Nibiru thing, the Sumerian story, which the to me again using the 1% rule and using the common sense and the, and then and using all the other research there's truth in there i think you know i don't, i think there is this truth in there um what that truth is i'm not brave enough to say however yeah um you know our obsession with gold is interesting um there's there's so many different levels to that but yeah mm. look the moon being a satellite uh, and park there. In a lot of ways, that's the only thing that makes sense. That's right. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. is it Nibiru? I don't think so. Only, and yeah, that's only yeah. because of the deeper dive into the actual mm. what the ancient texts say Nibiru was. As that's right. Yeah. To, yep. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But it's interesting. It's definitely something, right? Mm. I mean, if mm. we're to believe the asteroid belt was Tiamat. Um, mm. You know what existed on Tiamat. That sort of lends to yeah. the moonfall stuff, doesn't it? Right. So exactly if, right. Yeah. Tiamat was larger than Earth, and you know, being a little bit further away from the sun, and it maybe had a bit more of a more of an ideal condition that we do here, mm. and maybe we needed the moon in order to make the conditions here uh, livable for hominids, right? Which sort That's of right. is sort yeah. of what you're saying, isn't it? You know, like yeah, maybe dinosaurs could exist here because it was chaos and you know things mm. could get big because there was no governance of gravity and yeah. magnetosphere and that sort of stuff right which yeah sort of goes back to yeah. the start where we were mate um which is very interesting man mm. it's interesting well yeah. it definitely is what did you want to do mate did you i mean I, I sort of feel like we've got a couple more topics left but i think i mean we mm. sort of I'll, I'll, like we can we can brush up on the extra ultra Intraterrestrial is probably the only question I had. What is an intraterrestrial? So, I th I from heard what I understand, intraterrestrial is is basically something that lives underground or you know under the earth. Um, oh, okay. Internally, yeah. So, so that, an ultra terrestrial that, is is an advanced <clears throat> being that's still yeah. here or was here and whatever. Yeah. Yeah, or or possible. I think they they talk about um, interdimensional that. Okay. The ultra terrestrial yeah, yeah. is that that can travel between dimensions. Mm. Um, obviously, extraterrestrial is off world, intra is underworld. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, and that, that that sort of leads to that theory of um, you know under the 
uh, underground or you know in caverns or um, in the under ocean. the ice caps in in, yeah. in the, under the ocean. Exactly yeah. right. You know all of these things that we're hearing about the the tic tacs and stuff at the moment. Are, well, look, um, I mean that's you know as as I've said before, you know you can <clears throat> the the whole movie thing where you see bullets and arrows flying through the water is totally inaccurate, right? You can yeah, that's right. I remember the MythBusters back in the day. They fight a fifty cal sniper rifle at a pool and it stopped within three feet um that's right yeah so you know if you had been a being again let's pretend okay let's go back right back to the start let's pretend there was a reptilian species that was some something uh, it had aquatic elements to it um mm-hmm. don't know don't want to say cute jar jar but you know what i'm saying <laughs> right um there was there was a uh, an element and you know we, we looked at the cataclysm list right mm-hmm. So you've existed on this planet on the surface for X hundred thousands of years and you've observed the fact yep. that every now and again things go terribly wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you go under the ocean, it's all good, right? Exactly so it's right, like yeah. how long before you would move under there if you had that ability and you evolved yep. in that manner? You know what I mean? Like yep. that's, the, that's the question. Yeah, and, and if you also have the technology, you know, to bend gravity to, to make your craft or whatever it is travel through... Yeah, you if, know, you an, if you had if you had a everything at, at, at an instant speed, you can you can do that underwater as well. That's right. Well, I mean, you know, I think one of the craziest Tic Tac videos that I'd seen, and I only ever saw, it was this guy test running his drone over a gorge somewhere in America, um, and it was just raw footage. It was he goes, "This is the first day I got my drone. I just wanted to take it up over the gorge and just have a bit of a look around and play with the camera." And then yeah, this Tic Tac comes out of the screen and just into the rock. Yeah. Yeah. Right, because these whatever these craft are, they they don't affect the matter around them. They they, they, they can right. pass through matter, which mm. and again we go back to as I say today the you know the first day at Congress where Grash, you know he said that they, they it was all real, man. Right. Yeah. So then you then you tack that onto that, right? I mean, how many of these craft are ancient craft? Yep. Which is the other right. story, right? Is that mm. percentage of these craft they found? Mm-hmm. You know, yep, they dug them up and they reverse engineered them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's it, you know. Then you go back to there's all sorts of conspiracies around some of the stuff they got out of Iraq um, when they mm-hmm. went to Iraq, and yeah. you know, one of the boys that has been on the show before, I can't remember whether he told the story, so I won't tell mm-hmm. him. But he had a friend who was a marine who's he went to Iraq the second time. And the first thing they did is they drove to the museums and they stood guard outside the museums while people went in there, filled their trucks and left, and no one told them what yeah. was in the back of the trucks. Yeah. That actually happened. That's no bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so what are they getting, right? I mean, because Babylonia, Iraq, that's the, the yeah. theoretically the seat of civilization if, we, right. if we ignore Turkey, yeah. which we're not going to be able to for very long. No. Um, look, man, it, it's the... The UAP, UFO, intra, ultra, extra terrestrial stuff. We can probably put a pin in that because it's ever evolving, right? That's right. Um, yeah. uh, did you want to be included? We're gonna we're gonna get some panels together over the next little while about that stuff. I might uh, put yeah. your name on the list, mate. See if yeah, you can sure. come and join us. Um, That'd be great. Yeah. Because the more opinions we have, I think the better off we all are. You know, I think mm. it's um, it's important to have as many different perspectives and variations of opinion yeah um, the other thing too with that and I'll, I'll, i won't dig too much into it but all of the the news reports and you know like the ross Coulthards and all these mainstream um 
researchers and um, journalists that are getting into it now as well, it's bringing more and more to light. You know, well, it's, I think it's, a lot of these more accepted. Well, I think Ross himself yeah. even said that he didn't think there was much there, and mm. then he kept digging and kept digging That's and right. kept digging. I mean. You know, we, as you found UTC through Anthony, you know, Ken Ken yeah. is down under. He's doing very yeah. valuable work. Um, that's right. Um, you know, with the work he's doing. He's not been well mm. lately, actually. We were trying no, to, that's a shame. We're yeah. trying to bring him back online maybe, yeah, I don't know, maybe late next week. Next week yeah. We're trying to nail down times and yeah. days. Yeah. I, hope I hope he feels better. Because, look, I, I listen to his show quite a bit as well. And, you know, there's there's elements of, of things that I could probably talk to him about as well. Um which I won't, you know, go into now. But you know, there's no, no, there's, mate. I'll, I'll put it's, you it's to all, every, touch, every, you know? Yeah, everything that that all the subjects and that one thing I've started to realise more and more is that everything is connected. Absolutely, it's it's all part of the story. All and, part and, of it, man. Yeah, everything is and, everything is everything. Yeah, and exactly. Yeah, you've you've got to you've got to be able to zoom out far enough to see that. I think yep. um, because it. it's only then that the larger picture is going to come together. If we can all let go of our belief systems and our, our, you know, whatever it is, and we can actually zoom out and see it's all the same. It's all the same story. It's actually all one and the same. And it's probably weirder and darker and stranger than, than even we can imagine. Right. Mm -hmm. However, I think, you know, and as I say, th thanks for coming on tonight, man. I really appreciate it. I had a really good conversation. Look, this this is only your first one, mate. We're not done. That's okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 100%. Right. Okay. I'm definitely keen. Uh, we're not done, so don't worry about that. Um, yeah. Because, you know, it's another kindred spirit, Alex, right? Mm. You know what I mean? You, you research this stuff because you have to, okay? Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, I sat down with my wife before I came on tonight. And I just, I realized that between tonight's show and tomorrow's show, I put together like 20 pages of notes and mm. I, and I, I didn't even really think about it. You know mm. what I mean? And you look down and you're like 20 pages in, it's like, oh, okay. But if I look at the notes for tonight and I look at the notes for tomorrow, they're not dissimilar, right? No, there's, right. there, there is, there's going to be a deeper dive into different things that we, we brushed upon tonight. Yeah. However, it's all part of the story, you know, and it's all it's all coming around, mate. Um, yeah. Well, listen, Alex. Thanks very much, man. Look, we'll, we'll leave the last topic because I think it sort of it, yeah. it steps outside of the things we've spoken about tonight. Correct. Yeah. And we can and we can and we can come back. We can come back because it it needs to be spoken about. It, it does for mm. for the listeners. It's religious and government cover ups, but uh, mm. we we. I'm actually doing some more research on that myself, so. Mm. Um, maybe coming back around to that to an, an, another day yeah. is is yeah. not a bad thing. But it's your first show, mate. You, you did mm. a good job. Uh, Thank you. Have you, got, have you got anything you want to leave the listeners to think about before we, we knock off for the night? Not really, but I, th I think, you know, when you when you look at this stuff, as I sort of said earlier, you know, you've got to keep an open mind to it all. Um, sit on the fence sort of thing. You know, look at, look Absolutely, at the yeah. information that's in front of you. Look at the mainstream science and what they're saying. But question it, you know. Don't don't just believe what they critical say. Critical thinking, exactly Alex. right. You've got to have critical thinking, um, because ultimately, you know, that'll bring you to the answer. I think that we need uh, mm. and the truth. You know, like mm. I think the truth, as you know, Fox Mulder said, the truth is out there. Yep. Um, and I think we'll get there one day. I think it's 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 starting to change. the The narrative is shifting. Um, people are starting to wake up, and um, 
you know, I think we'll, we'll get there eventually. But, yeah, just keep that mind open and don't oh, uh, prescribe yeah. yourself a long belief. Uh, spot on, mate. In true UTC okay. fashion. Thanks very much, Alex. Until next time, mate, look after yourself. Thank you. You too. Cheers, mate. Good on you, mate. Cheers. Just want to go again? Let's do it. Yeah. Go again. All right. I know you've been here before. No surprises settle the score. I know the darkness deep inside. Reckless rage.